it's an experiment, and, and um, yeah. it's intended that way. So, yeah. It'll be fine, guys. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Two Fools Rushing. Uh, not death, because you'll not get me yet, motherfucker. Uh, despite your best efforts over the past week, I'm Jeff Bookman. I am a college student. I am death. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. Ordered me again, Bookman. Haven't got me yet, man. All right. Is Dylan? Is Dylan nobody? Dylan's not here yet. Oh, well, I see hot fire. Okay, he just popped in and he left and he's back. He must not be being heard. Oh, he's doing that thing where he's got the audio issues. Yep. He's probably been talking this whole time and like, why isn't anybody listening? Yeah, why doesn't anybody react to my humorous wit quips? Yeah, yeah. I love Discord. There we go. Oh, I made level uh, 74. Nice. <coughs> I went through and uh, oh, Diablo 4, that is, um, was uh, freeing all the strongholds. Mm, yes. And that opened up all the uh, dungeons. So no matter what I get as far as Nightmare Dungeon, I should be able to do it. Because nice. a lot of them are hidden in there. Uh, played around with, with my spec. Played around with uh, some builds. And I, because I didn't, I, I got to 80 with the Druid, but I really didn't like end game her at all right i didn't realize that if you pull a aspect off a sacred versus an ancestral they are different strengths yes so it made me reevaluate what i save and what i scrap it has to be like perfect roll on a sacred for me to keep it and it just has to be halfway decent if it's ancestral. Just to keep my bag from overflowing. I can see that. But I got some pretty good uh, aspects on all my shit. And cool. Doing, doing uh, nightmares in uh, tier four. I think I did a 25. So, but I was level 73. Okay. So everything, everything was um, 80 or 78, I think it was. Okay. No, they were way higher than me. And I died a couple times. I completely redid my Paragon boards. Okay. Um,. I found a leveling, or not a leveling guide, but a spec guide for the build that I've been kind of working on. Um, I was trying to do the Earth and Storm and bounce it back and forth. Mm -hmm. and it just it left me feeling a little uh, frustrated at times. Where there was times you just didn't have anything to do. Right. So I found this spec that was talking about, you know, going 
full, just full bear caster with earth spells. And I was like, yeah, that, I mean, that was kind of what I was trying to do, but like, you know, bouncing through the storm skills as well. And it explained like, yeah, that seems like a really good idea until it's not. So uh, I, I looked at their Paragon boards and uh, it, it was, it basically reaffirmed when I was like attaching boards and I was like, hmm, maybe I should try this board. No, I should have. So that made me feel uh, good and bad at the same time, but redid my boards, redid like my boards. Like you're right, but you didn't believe yourself? Right, right. I should have went with my gut. Uh, and uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm currently in a Nightmare 66. Uh, so my enemies are, what are they? One, one twenty, and yeah, I'm just, I'm just cruising through. Like I probably do not kill as fast as, as the sorcerers do, but, uh, that was, that was never my druid's, uh, claim to fame. Yeah. It was, I kill without fear of death. Yeah. Yeah. I just bounce around and just. Fucking AOE everything down, and it's a good time. It, it is a good time. Uh, I have not done anything that isn't a Nightmare Dungeon since uh, Saturday, because I've been trying to power level my, my new glyphs back to 15, at least. Oh, because you changed a bunch? Yeah. Well, I was using... Uh, Seven, yeah, seven glyphs. My my build was all kinds of dumb. I, well, it was a it was a Chad build. You you just yeah. went ham, went ham and put whatever wherever. Yeah, and man, I was uh, I I was making like crazy choices on getting through boards just to get glyphs, and it was just it was a thing. So I pared it down four glyphs. Fever dream. Mm hmm. Four glyphs, and uh, the only thing I had to change gear wise was where I had one aspect. That was it. Like, I was using all the right aspects, I was using all that stuff. Like, everything else was good except my Paragon boards. <coughs> well, that's cool. So little little vindication. Yeah. I mean, I was able to do high 60s before. But man, it was it was a slog. It it felt like it took forever. I haven't pushed back that high yet, but I mean, based on how I'm blowing through the 66, I I have no fear. Of, of a 68 or 69 nightmare. Well, I'm nothing like that, but I'm not level 100 either. So, right, right. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, I, I was doing nightmares and, like you said, leveling glyphs and, and doing, um, 
blood harvest to level the vampire power things. Yep. You know, get all that stuff. And then I was just like, I tried to do a nightmare and it wouldn't let me do it. And I was like, oh, right. Dylan had that problem. Okay. Um, I'll go do this. So I went and just one stronghold to another. I actually and really, in the strongholds are one of my favorite parts of the new open worldness that they've introduced in four. Do you have to do those for every tier? No. Okay. Just every season you'll have to do them. Oh, okay. It is one of the things that does not carry over, which is okay. They're great XP when you're leveling. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I got three levels off of doing them all, so. Yeah. And admittedly, you were doing them at a much higher level than. Yeah, everything was level 75, and I was, like, between 70 and 73. Yeah. Now I'm back to the same techniques I had with the druid. I pretty much run through the dungeon, dragging half the mobs, looking for the the people I have to kill to collect their souls or the guy I need to kill to find the key or whatever. And then I just race to the boss and finished. <laughs> and like, I don't even pay attention to the mobs. And now that I'm in the... But, the but difference being, the druid would still kill everything. Right. Because the AOE would kill everything. Uh, I kill a lot of stuff because the, the um, poison and shadow at, um, imbuements I throw out kill stuff that I just nick. Right. But a lot of times there's still a crowd behind me. And then once I kill the boss, if I lag around too long at uh looking at my glyphs and leveling that stuff up they start wandering in from the hall and attacking me again i'm like damn it yeah now that i'm in the the nightmare 60 range i am i don't want to say full clearing but i am definitely being kind of uh tactical and making sure that i am killing a lot of shit because this is the, the like sweet spot where they they mathed it out and like the 60s are where you get the best kill to uber unique ratio. Oh, I see. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't uh, too worried about killing everything until I was doing nightmares and the the mobs weren't red; they were right. just the the bright orange. And then I knew I was getting because red, you're they're too far above, and you don't get any extra XP for killing them. So just running away from them was worth it. And then oh. the amber ones are like, those are like the, the you get the max bonus XP. Gotcha from from the kind of goldy colored when their numbers and their nameplates. Okay. But yeah, the red is supposed to symbolize you shouldn't be fighting this. Yeah, well, everything is red for me now. Well, yeah, now. 
So you're getting a bonus of what they're going to give you, I guess. Yeah. Um, not that I've seen uniques in a nightmare dungeon in world tier four. Yeah. I don't see very many uniques and, and since I was uh, cheated with you guys and got all those uh, 925s, I don't see any gear. Everything I get either gets torn apart for the aspect or um, just straight up scrapped. How much gold you up to? Um, 25 million. So not a lot. But I keep spending it because I will get an aspect that's better. And because this gear is, you know, as close as I'm going to see to end game gear uh, for a while, I just keep upgrading aspects and sure. that kind of shit. It's not wasted on this stuff. Right. Where if I had like 600 item level stuff, it would be wasted to do that. Right. But I haven't been doing a lot of uh, Hell Tides or Blood Harvests because I, what I was playing, I uh, was focusing on tasks. Right. Like I was doing. I had a, I had a guide that was saying like what aspects you should use, and then I was hunting those down, doing those dungeons to, to unlock those aspects into my codex. And once I was done that, I was like, oh, uh, strongholds, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I must, I gotta say, this week's trip was difficult. Really? Um, I drew three strips. Really? I drew one, I had two panels done. And I was like, nope, fuck it. I don't like where this is going. I don't like the art. I don't... Oh, actually, I love the art. But I don't like this. This, No. And I decided, or I figured out why it was like that. Because this was the first strip post um, Kickstarter. Hmm. It was just driving me insane. I don't know what it was about it. It was yeah. doing my head in. But I didn't scrap those. I just stuck them in a different folder and started over. And I see you were you were surprised at the nature of the Toby clan. I was. I was Well that that's been established. Has it? The the Strip with all the Tobies going through the portal. Like, oh, he got the chainsaw level. Oh, lucky. Oh, right. I forgot. Yes, the Tobies do like to die. That is a deep, obscure pull. It is. It, it's one of my favorite strips, honestly. I just Because that was straight out of the conversation of you guys pointing out that I draw that same character that yeah. same armor type and you know various faces but uh, pretty much the same guy uh, all over the place and once you pointed that out I was like oh shit and then I did that strip to make fun of myself 
So yeah, that that was as soon as I read that, I'm like, what's he talking about? That's 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 old news. Yeah, I completely forgot that we had a well that you had established the Tobies like to die. Well, they're just really good at it. No. Best to do something that you're really good at, I guess. Yeah. Until you realize uh, uh, some of their uh, like elders are liches. Oh. So death is just part of the family. One sec. Of course, so is asthma dead now. I don't know. Oh my God. My wife just told me a dad joke. She doesn't really have the kickstand for that kind of thing, does she? <sighs> yeah, but we both enjoy Yeah Mad TV. Okay. What was the joke? Uh, okay, so you're going to have to imagine that as I'm telling this joke, when I, when I tell the punchline... I have my arms outstretched. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Jesus, the uh, Soundgarden asked Jesus Christ pose. Correct. Why did Jesus have so many followers? Um, because his arms wide open. I don't know why. Because they heard he this was much. hung like this. Because hmm. what? Because they heard he was hung like this. Oh, jeez. Yuck, yuck. Cool job. <laughs> it's a dad joke. It's blasphemous. It's all, yeah. It's beautiful. It's all the things. All the things all yeah. at once. Yep. Oh, man. I caught a uh, really good uh, YouTube video about uh, Across the Spider-Verse. And it was by the... It was like an hour long, like 57 minutes or something. Uh, and it was the people in the movie that made the movie that wrote it, that did music for it. And I mean, they're interviewing everybody. And it was just real. There was a lot of shit in there I didn't realize. But it was really interesting. I'll, I'll send you guys the link if you want. Okay. Sure. And then the it ends with a... Uh, like an alternate scene, but it was like pre-production, like just sketched out. Yeah. And when, if you see that, that's, that's what part of the Toy Story 4 looked like when I went to New York and saw it. Mm, okay. That, that like kind of like storyboard art kind yeah. of stuff. It was really, really kind of cool. But, hmm. So how are we doing on said Kickstarter? We are over halfway. I'm needing to bug Jeff to see if I need to call my parents and help walk them through it. Well, so. it's at some point you might need you might want to only because uh, your mom expressed interest in picking up the thing. Yeah. 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 She just didn't know how to do it, even though she's done it before. 
Yep. We are we are over halfway. Uh, we are we're approaching a weekend, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm okay with. Um, I'm good with where we are as well. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, funny. Later it's a night. It was... I'm going to have a post go up. Thank you. I was going to ask for oh. that. Yeah. Um, this trip was posted like normal on Sunday, right? Correct. Well, with the banner, but yes. Sure, sure. Are you getting any kick uh, pushback on uh, Reddit about that? A little bit, but I, you know, I, I think I squashed it. What would you do? Uh, I took out the body text. The body text, what do you mean? I, like, I had made an actual post to go along with the strip. They're like, oh, hey, this so there's so you have the banner at the bottom, but you didn't type anything with it. You're saying, yes, I did. Oh, and, and what they, he they, typed was what was the problem? Uh, I mean, they wanted me to remove the banner, and I was like, look, man, like this is this is the strip. You can go to my website and you can look and see. This is the way the strip looks. This like, I didn't add this in extra just for this subreddit. If you want me to take out the body copy talking about the Kickstarter, okay, fine. It's, but come on. And that, that got them to get their panties out of a twist because, you know, it's somebody's pool. Yeah. And I'm all for respecting the pool. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm all but, for that. You know, like, it's, it's a it is a community is a community, you know. You're gonna support and grow that kind of shit. I mean, it's different if we were posting every week about some other thing or a permanent right. store or something like that. Right. Is it the one time? Well, not a one time, but a one month thing, and then should be done. Right. Uh, I was going to say, Ray, you still have all the way through Christmas. So, if you want to wait till Christmas and do it in person with your parents, that might actually be easier. Yeah, I I know. I was uh, thinking it'll probably be a face to face. I did see him uh, over Thanksgiving, and I was uh, I saw him Saturday. I was going to help them, but they they left early. Hmm. It was my niece's birthday party, and they were playing music way too fucking loud for a gathering of people. I don't know what the deal was. Okay, Boomer. Uh, It was, I mean, when I can't hear the person across the table from me in a garage, that that music's too loud. (laughs) Sure. I guess that depends on who's across the table from me. Well, I'm trying to talk to Karen, and she's saying something, and I can't fucking hear her. It's just kind of ridiculous. I'll take your word for it. Well, there's no one dancing or bopping around from It's just everyone sitting here in this fucking sirens in everyone's ear. 
I don't need to be assaulted by music to enjoy it. When I do. I would disagree. Well, it's all depends on the type of music. I really don't yeah. need to listen to country music at that decibel. Well, I mean, if it's... I mean, I was, I was at my sister's house. I don't need to be making out with her. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean, I was in my brother-in-law's tractor pretty heavy, but... <laughs> oh, look at that sweet thing. Hey, man, maybe your wife would find you sexy. Uh, no, she just wants a tractor. Okay. So what you folks up to? How was your holiday? Anything exciting or confrontational? Jesus, has it only been? We haven't even had anything since Thanksgiving. It's weird. No. Um, no, I mean, everything. I had to stop talking politics, and so we've had some good last week. You're kind of cutting in and out there, buddy. Um, You're like voice activated, Mike, or something? I mean, I think it's, yeah, it should be voice activated, but okay. is it working now? Yeah, you're yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah we don't talk politics, so it's gone very well. Okay. Yeah, they, they I think they know better than to bring it up around me, because then I just get surly and end up not shutting up about it. Listen, I watch way more YouTube than you. I know more. Because <laughs> that's the measure. Yeah. yeah. I have been sick enough to go to the doctor twice, uh, and my mother started picking a fight Friday. Because <clears throat> oh. uh, no one to take her Black Friday shopping? Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. I, I'm not going to get into it on air. Okay, that's fine. Um, but needless to say, that did not make the weekend any more pleasant. And then I spent the better part of three days with a... It, it was mostly towards the higher end, but uh, a fever that ranged from 99.5 to 102. And it mostly, mostly stayed closer to 102. Um, yeah, fuck, it sucked. Yeah, save on grocery bills, right? No appetite, sweating your ass off. 12 pounds. Wow. Yeah. I've lost 12 pounds in the last week. That, that'll do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's good times. Uh, let's see. Thursday was pretty good. Went to my sister-in-law's house. Um, we have a joint family Thanksgiving with them. So it's uh, both my sister-in-law and her husband's family at the same time. It's nice. It's a fun time. 
could um, see the other side of the fence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, see who's who's in the back of the other pickup, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's one of those things that's probably it, it only goes well because politics is not discussed. Can we all just agree America's a failed experiment and move on? No. I mean, there's a lot of other bad countries too, and we're just trying to drag them down to our level. So, yeah, we're just eventually we're, we're joining some and pulling some others with us. Okay. But uh, Friday, uh, we had the the standard Kreider family uh, non traditional Thanksgiving. With your flaming meatloaf wings? No, no. Oh. No, this year we did KFC. Woohoo! Um, uh, I met my parents at Perkins. Then, uh. Traveled back to 1985. Yep. It's mind blowing to me that there's still a Perkins that operates. Like, my aunt used to work there, and she hasn't worked there in. 23 years now? That's really weird. They survived without her. No, I just mean like I haven't gone to <laughs> one, I think, since she stopped working there. And they're all run down every time I see one. Oh, yeah. This is, this one's not, you know, top of the line or anything. It's just right there off of two, uh, office um, 71 on 250. So just next to Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Which Whoa! Probably the, That's the probably reason. why. Yeah, it's get that it gets that cheese barn traffic. True story. I mean, those things are not unpopular. No. Well, the cheese barn's also like right next to the gun store. True. Uh, yeah, Perkins is between the two. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's 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 got some prime access. That's a that's a fun Sunday afternoon, really. Yeah. Guns and cheese. I don't think the gun store is open on Sundays. You know what I was thinking? I, I just thought about that. That guy's super religious, I think. Yeah, he's 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 yeah, he's not open. Yeah, yeah, so so it's Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon. He's cray uh, conservative. Um I don't I don't remember what we did Saturday. I think we just kind of like lounged and, and forgot anything else was was happening. I got up early Friday and went to Akron for a really pitiful football effort by University of Akron. Oh, that's what I did on Saturday, right. Oh, OSU yes, Michigan I watched, game. I watched my wife's alma mater lose. Karen's alma mater, too. She got her master's degree through OSU. Hmm. Um, Sunday, I watched. I don't. I think I watched like one or two plays as I was walking through the living room to the bathroom. Really had zero interest. Yeah, I mean, I only watched the game because originally. My middle son uh, was going to come over, and we were going to watch it together. 
but then, because Friday was his last day at uh, the previous uh, business, I he he ended up having to deal with that business's HR department to finish the uh, offboarding process, and he didn't get to hang out and watch the game. That sucks. Yeah. When, when's he? When's he uh, officially uh, jump into the other boat? Uh, two days ago. Oh, so flip the switch, huh? Yep. Yep. Last day was Friday, and first day was Monday. All right. That works. Everything. The ink hasn't dried on the last check yet. Yep. And uh, Friday, his new business is uh, having a a potluck dinner thing or like all day potluck thing, whatever, his entire shift to welcome him. Yes. That's cool. So they can be they can be allowed enough to attract attention from the old store. Uh, yes. The <laughs> well, the funny thing is his general manager has to come to the new store to collect the key for the old store. Nice. Yeah. That's funny. We all, we all got a, a great amount of joy out of that. Uh, the only other thing going on in my life is I, I started my college class this morning. Well, my first college class this morning. And this is uh, you, not for a degree, this is you curating classes to get a certification? Correct. Smart. First class uh, was, was this morning. Um, I have some homework to do. Uh, I have office hours tomorrow. I... And then I will complete this course next week. It is it is dense. What is the course? Uh, this one is fundamentals of business analysis. Oh my god! I would kill myself before I sat through that. Uh, I mean, it's not exactly the course that I'm excited to take. But I mean, it's it's like that makes me think of those people I walk by their office at work, and I see their screens, and it's nothing but lines of an Excel sheet, and I'm just like, oh god, that that would make me cry every day. Uh, I mean, I'm because because I'm doing this directed study, and I'm not like in a class like setting with other people they told me that i could i didn't have to use their like course workbook i could i could build this these documents however i wanted and i was like cool one note it is and they nice. started laughing. the the professor was laughing and she was like you know some people like if, if they're one note fans they're one note fans I said, well, you got to understand, I probably, my, my professional OneNote for my job is probably bordering on 2,000 pages now, if I, if, if, like, if you made a PDF out of it. Like, it's, this, this is how I handle my, my day-to-day. 
What works, right? We yeah. tried it for a while. Yeah. I mean, the us using it for the podcast is what got me thinking about it. And then like I used it at uh at the surplus to to keep things tidy and orderly and so I knew, you know, what I could do with OneNote as far as like a documentation kind of process library. And uh, yeah, it's just. Well, we, we tried using it for like uh, filling the game or O'Cluck or one of the two. We used it for O'Cluck. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just with all our hands in it, it got a little muddy. But Yeah, yeah. Without having some sort of like active versioning control, it does get muddy. Because everybody's accessing it at the same time, and then some right. people not getting the last update. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it, it was it was uh, adequate for what we needed it to do, and then we discovered Google Docs and all that shit. Yeah. I like I solve versioning control with my OneNote stuff at work by uh, the the master copy lives on my personal machine at work. And then uh, as I build things out to share with the rest of IT or with, you know, people that I'm working on a project with. Uh, I, I move it to either my OneDrive if it's something I'm sharing with a small group, or uh, I'll move it to the network share for the IT team. Well, OneNote strips all formatting, right? You paste something in there and then you paste it or copy it somewhere else. It doesn't retain. No, 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 no. It, it retains formatting. You're thinking of Notepad. No. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. Which usually, I, when I use a program like that, it's it's specifically to get rid of the formatting. Like I've copied it from a website, and I want to get rid of hyperlinks and all that shit. Yeah. And I will drop it in Notepad or or Excel or something into a into a cell and just let it rip that shit out, and then pull the, recopy it. Yeah, I uh, I, I probably have. 20 notepads open right now on my work PC. Okay, you are IT. Uh, so uh, how often do you re restart your machine? <laughs> oh, um, I got my new laptop uh, about a month ago. Okay. Um, so about a month ago. Okay, that's what I thought. Because I, uh, restarting I, my machine is a nightmare. I mean, I restart mine every once in a while at work to get basically a fresh sheet of memory. <laughs> you know, just to clear it up. But it is not a daily habit. I don't know. Some people at work shut it down when they leave. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no. Mine stays up. 
my laptops hate me because I, I, I make judicious use of Hibernate. Okay. Like my, my work laptop is sitting in my backpack in my foyer right now in Hibernate. That way, if something happens, if the shit hits the fan and they need me, I open up my laptop, I sign into the VPN, and I'm going. I have all of my notes, all my documentation, all my shit just right there. I don't have to open stuff up. I don't have to look for shit. It's all right there. But then, I mean, right now I probably have, I know I have two Chrome windows with a hundred tabs each open, probably a dozen notepads, my OneNote, Teams, Outlook, um, I've got my data library, uh, local copy open. Like I, I, I have three monitors at work. If I could move into a fourth monitor at work, I would. I just have one really big one. Yeah, I, God, I, I have so much shit open just to do my job. I've I've worked, and uh, I think when I worked at uh, TV, I had a second monitor, and basically it was just up to have all my Photoshop and Illustrator palettes on when I was running those programs. I would launch that program, and then all the palettes would appear on the second monitor. Yeah, and then it just became a pain to reach over there you know because then you're just sliding your mouse across your desk to click a swatch on the swatch palette and i'm like okay this is this really any more effective than that's the other thing i don't use a mouse so I'm not dragging shit. Uh, I'm a slave to uh, Apple's, uh, I forget what the fuck it's called, what the technical name of it is, but uh, their wireless mouse with the basically a trackpad on the back. Yeah. As being able to just swipe your finger across the mouse and it's, you know, like rolling a trackball around. Right. You know, when I'm in in a view, I mean, I hold down uh, shift in Illustrator and you get the hand tool, you know? Right. And then you just start sliding that around. But I, so much that when I bought this Mac here, I went out and bought a magic mouse or whatever the fuck it's called. Right. For home. Just coming home and then having to drag a little scroll wheel on my mouse and 
manually saw my way across my desk to move something on the screen was just insane. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is I've been using a trackball mm, 20 years. When we played WoW, I played WoW with a trackball. I played WoW with a trackball. Uh, I was playing WoW with just a little pad on your laptop. Oh my god. You were playing <clears throat> it the Chadway. <laughs> yeah, it was... I was just used to it. I had a MacBook and I think there was like the built-in buttons on the top of it. Like you, I don't remember if they had a double button at that time or if it was still a single button, but yeah. uh, the, the, was it the white one? Yeah. Yeah. It had the double button. Okay. And so that's probably why it worked a little better. Yeah. yeah. So you had the right click, left click. Yeah. Ow. I I love my trackball. I don't know if I could feel like I was as productive with a normal mouse. <laughs> and part of that is probably also because I am one of those weirdos that I'm left-handed, but I I mouse right-handed. Me yeah, Karen. Not left-handed and would have been a weirdo, so it's fine. Yeah, Karen uh, uses her mouse with her left hand. I also do every it time. Right. Every time I have to help her with the computer, I can go over there and I like have to rearrange her desk to move everything around to get it back on the right side so I can drive the damn thing. Right, and like I tried to do that when I was a teenager, and it just always irritated my parents when. You know, because I was a teenager and I would forget to do something like, you know, when I'm done, not make or, you know, change the mouse so it's not left handed. So I just learned how to. Oh, did you change, change the clicks and everything, too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you sadist. So now I, I, I when I found the trackball, uh, I'm like, well, I can probably get by with this right handed. You know, instead of trying to like make my right hand do something technical, especially in like Photoshop or something, like I just need to teach my right thumb. <laughs> I need to just, I just need to master 20% of my right hand. Right. And that sounds silly, but it was a whole lot easier to get specific with my right thumb as opposed to, you know, right hand. Yeah, I don't even know if I could master that much control over my left hand. I didn't know there was another way. Oh. So I Oh, you did, you yeah. didn't know you could switch the buttons yeah, on the I, mouse to be the opposite. I didn't make some conversion to make it easier for everybody around me. I just didn't know there was an alternative. So I I have only ever I I I've tried to do it left-handed now and it it just feels weird uh because yeah. I I'd only ever done it right-handed. Uh 
I think that's another reason why I'm like super knowledgeable about keyboard shortcuts because anything I can do to not have to use a mouse or something like, yeah, totally. Keep the smart hand doing the smart things as much as possible. Yeah. Karen was reading off all the Black Friday deals because I told her uh, had had she not uh, lost her job, that yearly bonus from Bendin was going to go towards a new uh, Mac because I really need to upgrade this machine. Um, I mean, I think Jeff saw how slow it was when he was here. It was pretty much like one program at a time. Calm down, sir. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, we'll get to you. Calm down. Yeah, <laughs> wait your turn, motherfucker. Uh, but uh, she was reading off all the Black Friday deal. Well, they have a uh, Asus. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking PC. Hmm. No, I will not work all day on a Mac and have these shortcuts only to come home right and have to fucking relearn them and then go back to work and fucking start doing PC shortcuts. No. Mm -mm. You only have to fucking accidentally delete something on the screen one time before that's too fucking old. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, so I uh, I got over that quick. I guess uh, Walmart had a MacBook Air for like three fifty on their website, but it was a basically a two thousand seventeen refurbished. Oh, which is would be basically buying this Mac I have in front of me in MacBook Air form. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work as much as that sounds nice. I mean, the 350 was the 13 inch, I think, which was sold out, and the 15 inch was like 450 or something. But I'm like, yeah, that's not going to, that's not going to be a wise choice. Probably not. I'm looking at the uh, Mac minis, honestly. If I want to stay Mac, I need to get the most for my bucks. And for about 700 I can get a 512-gigabyte hard drive with uh, 8 gigs of RAM, which should be fine for home. Yeah. I'm never really pushing that much uh, on my screen that I need more than that. I mean, it's like in design and illustrator and a touch of Photoshop, but most of my Photoshop-esque work is being done on my iPad now, so. Right. So I can, I can give it a break there. <sighs> but no, I saw that and I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I will not suffer a PC that 
No, God. I mean, I don't have anything against it, but switching back and forth is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I mean, if you work in Mac all day, it makes sense. I mean, it's just you. It's like going from us uh, automatic to just suddenly having to drive a standard for seven hundred miles. Yeah, by the time about halfway through, you're you're pretty used to it, but right. And then going back to uh, automatic, your right foot is doing shit. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yep. So. Yeah, I am. I am super in love with my work laptop. Not enough to give it a break, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got 64 gig of RAM. Got a terabyte of hard drive space. Uh, Went and got my haircut tonight. Took my iPad in to Great Clips with me because I didn't want to leave it out in 30-degree weather in my car. Right. And I was being there for 40 minutes waiting in line. So, but, Sorry. Here. Yeah, I mean, my my machine would not run games well. But yeah, I really don't want a computer for that. Yeah, I can, I can fire up some very program like RAM intensive, processor intensive, uh, shit for work, and it it just doesn't care. It it would give a shit about the visuals, but it just does not care about uh, like raw processing power. Yeah, I need a decent enough graphics card that it'll keep up with the display. Right. And push the size monitor I want to have. But beyond that, I don't really give a shit about any kind of graphics capability. My monitor at, uh, I mean, I have a, I want to say 27 inch, but I don't think it's that big, 21 inch, something. Anyways, uh, you know, big iMac uh, monitor. And I have, uh, I use probably 60% of the monitor for my applications. Like Photoshop kind of floats in the, on the left-hand side of the screen. And then the right-hand side of the screen is all its palettes pop up. And then I have a little sliver of desktop I can see. Because dragging some shit out to the desktop is handy. Or grabbing something on the desktop and dragging it into Photoshop is handy. And I don't think anybody in, in the art department... We all have these big screens and none of us have like Photoshop full screen. It's always like centered on, on the monitor. Kind of seems wasteful when you think about it, but it's not very productive. Did I get kicked off or something? 
Yeah. Of light. Yeah. Yeah, this is just fucking so quiet. Like, did I say something offensive or did talking I, about your monitor? Letting you go. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. I don't know if this idea for this week's trip is going to work, but uh, this panel is funny. <laughs> I got Gop with sword in hand following a Conan-esque kind of character walking down a flight of stairs. That's more than you normally give away on a show. Yeah. You gave something away? Were said you, what I was drawing. Were you not here? Uh, no, my fucking internet provider d decided to cycle my internet. Oh. No, I, I said, uh, I don't know if this strip is going to work, but this panel is funny. Oh, I have okay. Gop with sword in hand following a Conan-esque looking character down a flight of stairs in the dungeon. Which is what led to my, that's more than you normally oh. give away. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, just. If you want to. Oh, no, that will give away too much. They can wait. No, no, no uh, sneak peeks for you, Huxley. <laughs> So a friend of mine that I used to work with has become an avid reader of the strip. Um, cool. He's He's been asking me all kinds of questions lately. Enjoying your works? What kind of questions? <clears throat> okay. Well, I, I, I just want to see if you got anything wrong. No, no. Is Daryl gay? No. He's married. Uh-huh. That was my that was my response. But Jenny um, Jenny seems like a catch. So what's the deal? Um, she's a fucking dragon. And he's a coward. <laughs> he's he's a spineless <laughs> fool. It, the, the the counterpoint to that was. Donkey is a coward, and Donkey made it work. So what's Daryl's problem? Daryl is no donkey, <laughs> though he is a jackass. So square that circle. Yes. Uh, then uh, is the doctor undead? Um. Um, <laughs> I will say this, the doctor isn't entirely corporeal. Uh, okay. I said, uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't know if that's ever been directly, uh, handled in a strip. Yeah, he's not, he's, uh, you had to have life at one time to be dead. Correct. Okay. And I don't know that he ever had life. Okay. 
he might be kind of a construct. Okay. Oh, like yeah. an unseen servant. Kinda, yeah. Okay. But that's gained like that gained level. A really, uh, <laughs> it gained like a really sick sense of self. Okay. Final, final question that they that they had that wasn't like a super simple question. Did Asmo? gain some power as part of his uh, transition from being owner to uh, dad of the idiot when uh, Fodder Inc. took over. You mean why is he still alive? Yes. Um... Daryl attempted a coup. Right. And tossed his head into a place that where time doesn't exist. Right. So even though he was decapitated, he was unable to die. And being a wizard, he was able to make that no longer a hurdle. Sure. That's when, more than I've ever said about that. But when Fodder Inc. took over, did Fodder Inc. is still in charge. Right. But when they took over as, as the, the principal entity owning the dungeon, were there concessions made for Asmo? Um, no, Daryl, uh, as far as Asmo Dendak is concerned, he is Daryl's employee. He okay. wouldn't have even been around at the time, right? Yeah, he wasn't, he was in limbo when Daryl basically sold his, you know, uh, a percentage of the company to Fodder Inc. Gotcha. Okay. And, um, as Mo Dendak is kind of, He's kind of over the dungeon. Okay. And he he saw Daryl's coup uh, much like the Sith Lord would see his apprentice usurping him. Okay. So yeah, he's he's kinda he's kinda I guess if you had to put him on the spot, he might be mad about not having a body anymore. But he's more powerful than he ever was. Okay. Because though time doesn't exist in Limbo, it also travels really fast. As we saw, Gop was there a short time in our time, but it was an old man. Right. So Asmo Dendek spent hundreds of years in Limbo as a head on the cusp of death. And basically learned how to be a lich. Okay. Uh, there, there was another question that I wasn't real sure about. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So you've got, <clears throat> excuse me, the suits 
You've got the, the auditors. The demons. The demons, yeah. Yeah, you've got the suits, you've got the auditor. And her father. And her father. Who seems to be the president of, or the chairman of Fodder Inc. Right. Then you have, uh, from time to time, there have been a handful of other... I think I had I had a blue demon in Correct. Yeah. Are they all from the same The blue demon is not fodder ink related. Right, but are they all from the same uh plane Race. of existence? Uh no, no. The the girl that was his secretary that was like tapping on the door when he was in a bath. Mm-hmm. And the blue guy that was Eric's like secretary when they came out of the return from limbo, when they finally showed back up. Right. Uh, those two are tiefling esque. Okay. Whereas fodder ink employees are legit devils. Okay. There's no, visible power difference other than the power suit. Uh, but that, yeah, they're, they're not the same. Okay. There you go, Ben. There's answers to your questions. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot more that exists in my head about it than I ever will put in the strip because I'm not that good a writer. I don't know how to fit all that shit. And mostly I'm worried about fitting a gag in three panels. Right. And who's to say next time you ask me the answer wouldn't be be different because I saw something that enticed me into another idea. Okay. As Hobie Brown would say, I hate consistency. (laughs) Yeah. I, Karen's dad gave her like uh, the money to buy everybody's Christmas gifts. Sharon always did it it before. So he is just like, "Uh, here, here, uh, do this, do this. (laughs) Here's, Here's this. So she had like $50 to spend supposedly on me and the girls. And I'm like, there's really nothing I want. And she's like, there's nothing for 20 bucks or a couple things for 25 that you can think of. And I'm like, Oh, there is something on my Amazon wish list. Uh, the art of across the spider verse. Oh, and, uh, she's like, order it. <laughs> so I ordered it and, for some reason, it came to Elizabeth's house in Akron. So when they came down Saturday for the friends giving with my sisters, they brought it. Nice. So yeah, it, I've been I've been uh, feasting on that for a couple of days, and then I went to work Monday, and I went in to talk to Brad, uh, and he's like, "Oh, check this out," and he moves some papers on his desk and he pulls out that book 
He goes, check out what I got. And I go, oh, yeah, I got that at home on my desk. He's like, huh? I go, I just bought it too. <laughs> so it was funny. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. And the girl's like, this is something you should let us buy for you rather than buying for yourself. And I'm like, well, there's a book for the first movie. Feel free. I mean, I love the movies, but I can't stare at the movies all day. I can stare at the book all day and just scour over the the art and examine, you know, character design and costume variations and all that shit. You can see that. And there's some fucking gorgeous panoramic, uh, like, backgrounds. You know, like uh, Gwen's world and uh, Mumbatan and uh, the whole Spider Society's, like, lair. Just a double-page spread. And it's kind of laid out like a, a Fodder Inc. volume is, where it's like a landscape. So it's wider than it is tall. So things from movie screen fit on it better. Okay. Yeah. And then I ordered some new headphones. Because my other ones were shite. But now that I... Then I realized it might be a setting, but I think the mic was pretty bad, too. The mic was coming out. This one's got a weird little mic. It's like a little plastic antenna that doesn't even reach around to my mouth. It's just over, like, sticking off of my ear. Okay. Uh, There's just some Turtle Beach cheap headphones. You sound all right. Yeah, that's that's all. I mean, as long as I can hear and you guys can hear me, it's really my only requirement. True. Well, I finally did it. I got all my glyphs back to fifteen. Woo! Now I don't feel like I need to run Nightmare Dungeons. Can maybe go do some other. <clears throat> now, the materials you need to collect to summon the various end bosses, don't you get those from Nightmare Dungeons? Uh, you get distilled fear. Is that the little glowy uh, crystals? Like I see, like a white gl- or yellow glow, and I run over it and it picks it up. No, it's uh, the distilled from the bosses. Is a little white bottle. <clears throat> okay. Uh, no, I meant when it's on the floor in the dungeon, oh. and I run over to uh, over it. I don't know. There's always like some crystal or this or that on the ground, and I just run over it, and I'm like, "Where the hell did that go? I don't see it in my bag anywhere." <laughs> and it just shows up in that uh, one tab of like uh, construction materials or what? Yep. Or there with, with your, your with your sigils. Like, yeah, where you? No, uh, this stuff shows up like where 
um, when you break down oh. items and, yeah. and you see right. those kind of things, that this stuff shows up over there. Oh, then that's no, that's not it. Distilled fear shows up in the same tab as your nightmares. Looks like a teardrop kind of bottle, maybe a yep. little fatter. Yep. Yeah, I got a couple of those in my bag. Yeah, I get this week's strip done. I might pop on there and see if I can't get to 80. There's a weird noise. Did anybody else hear that? Nope. Like a chirpy chirp. Yeah. You... I heard it. Okay. Oh, that was my that was my phone. Somebody sent me a text. Sorry. I didn't okay. realize you could hear that. I... The mic on these headphones is way better than I thought, I guess. But we hear you chewing a lot, so I'm not eating anything. I just mean in general. No. <sighs> oh, wait. See you. What's going on in the world? Nothing good. Israel, Palestine, still shit. Ukraine, still at war. Yep, yep. I couldn't tell you, man. I have watched so much TV. <sighs> Half the country still seems a uh, six-time indicted celebrity is best choice. Yep. Like thirty five percent, but it's the worst thirty five percent. Yeah, well, it's half of that side of the aisle. Yeah, they'll get theirs. Yeah, unfortunately, not soon enough. Mm, that's true. I think I shared it with you guys. The uh, <laughs> voting is like driving standard. Vote D if you want to go forward. Vote R if you want to go backward. I feel like at some point you said that, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. No, I'm just always constantly amazed at how they can have two absolutely opposite beliefs in their head at any given point and believe both of them fully. Yep. But yeah. Honestly, uh, uh, um, <clears throat> that is the premise behind the magic system in uh, Patrick Rothfuss' uh, King Killer Chronicles. Uh, the magic system in that book is called uh, symmetry or sympathy sympathy and uh it doesn't work basic basically you split your conscience your your you hold two truths in your head and like you have a stone in in one hand and you 
say you think it's like the same as this brick over here and as you move that stone up the brick rises you like you connect you separate them in your mind but connect them in in your conscious and can basically affect something else by affecting one thing but yeah it's it's an interesting uh magic system yeah, i watched a whole uh that that one dot um it was like a panel at some uh, convention where they somebody asked them what was a magic system you wish you would have thought of first, and like four of them at the same time said Met Avatar: The Last Airbender. It was just a panel on magic systems and fantasy. It's all all that matters is if you you want soft magic or hard magic. Soft magic is Gandalf just does shit. You know, he just Gandalf says and magic happens. And hard magic is Harry Dresden has to sacrifice this to make this happen. I like how hard like it was to. Uh, yeah, the um, the uh, God, what did we call them in in uh, Highbreeze? The Brotherhood, soul, the Soul Magic System. Did we call that anything? Uh, I don't think we gave it a name until we were trying to make it make it work in D and D. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to think how hard it worked in D and D. You know, to really make it work in a book. Would, you know, be problematic. Why can't he do this? I think it all came down to is uh, what does magic cost. You know, to Gandalf, it didn't cost anything. He just did something and it happened. But, you know, to other people, does it cost time? Does it cost consciousness? Does it cost a part of themselves? Were there materials that you have to volunteer or sacrifice? I like that idea of time, taking time off the back end. Taking time off the back end. What did I say? Uh, you, uh, I, and I don't think you even meant it in the context that I took it in. But okay, paying literal time, your time, like your existence, is a finite period of time. Mm -hmm. You are paying time to cast the spell, and it takes that time off the back end. So it's just shortening it down, chipping away at. at it's bringing the uh, the end. It's it's bringing your expiration date closer and closer every time you cast. Do 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 you know when that date is when you start casting, or is every cast a risk that there's nothing left in the tank? Ooh, I don't know, because that's very close to soul magic. <laughs> Interesting. Well, there was that one movie a while back. Justin Timberlake um, might have been in Justin it? Timberlake, yeah, where basically 
it was kind of a reimagining of uh, Logan's run, right? A little bit. Where you had, you have, everyone has 35 years and, you know, basically that was 35 years is currency. If you want to buy a cup of coffee, it costs 12 minutes, you know. Hmm. But they all had they had like a weird timer on their arm, right? Like a digital readout that kind of showed their how time. Much, I mean, how much anxiety would that cause? Just just having it on my arm, I would fucking freak out just watching it tick by. Yeah, me too. Sure as fuck wouldn't be following any laws. <laughs> fuck you, I'm on the clock. Right. It doesn't seem... I mean, yes, it's absolute fantasy, but it doesn't seem like a world I want to live in. No, no, no. Oh, can I run through some of the stuff I've watched? Sure. All right. Uh, and I'm not even going to go like real in depth on most of it. The The only thing I, I'll talk about at length is the thing that had Hugh Grant. Um, oh, yeah. So watched uh, Meet the Blacks and then Meet the Blacks 2. Uh, it's like house at the end of the street or whatever. Um, I, I like I like weird. Apparently, I like the uh it's a it's a niche of horror movies that are like it's black comedy <laughs> well whatever uh anyways like comedy like like mike epps i don't know what that okay. is. that it's an actor <laughs> he's a person he's a he's a person he was he was uh he was in next friday and friday after next okay he was ice cubes companions oh. right you're saying like the the peel stuff or no no these this is not the peel stuff this is uh this is independent well, of that well no i know that but like isn't that but is that, that kind of the same genre maybe he, um he's like he's like leading the movement right now right yeah absolutely but yeah i i, I would say i would say so <clears throat> so highly, i feel like there's been a few more of those lately highly but... recommend the first one uh and if you're bored, either the second one's okay. When did they come out? Uh, like 2015 and 2019. Okay. Not a lot of the movies I'm going to talk about are current. Um, but no, but I didn't know if it was 20 years ago and I missed it or if it was the last 510. Let's see. Uh, I also caught Slayers on Hulu, which I know Chad has talked about. Yep. Um, let's see. Then there was uh, Bloodshot. Which is a Vin Diesel movie. That's a you can just image take my comic. Word. You can just take my word for it. A Valiant comic. Oh, is it Valiant? Yeah. 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 And, you oh, can just, okay. and you can just take my word for it. That movie exists. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Pictures were in motion. <laughs> Those people were saying lines and moving around and doing stuff. And I think somebody there, somewhere, there were colors. <laughs> somebody somewhere called it acting. And somebody somewhere else cut a check for it. I don't know that I agree with either of those people. 
Yeah, I I I heard similar reviews of of yeah that was shot. Uh, ooh, that was not good. Um, let's see, I I started watching Columbo from the beginning. The original or the new? Nice. The original. Respect. Uh, okay. Because That's some good television. Those those are good episodes. Because I, I and Nicole even looked at me and gave it was like why and I I. I do have justification for it. I'm like, I like some of the stuff I'm writing is sort of mystery ish. And mm -hmm. in, in the same respect for that same, uh, educational purposes, murder, she wrote, isn't bad right. at constructing a mystery, especially when <laughs> you watch it, you see the end where she spells it all out and you go back and all those clues were there for you to see. Right. And I, I actually, uh, I actually added "Murder She Wrote" into the, into the queue as well. Um, so that's that's a that's a thing that's that's coming it's down the pipe. Uh, mysteries, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also found that uh, Peacock had the old Kolchak Night Stalker uh, series from the seventies, which was just a fun good time. So I've been watching some of that. Uh, there was the uh, "Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain." Also God, I Peacock. love that movie. That was so dumb. It was, was so good. It was so fucking stupid. Uh, and Conan O'Brien was about the best part of every scene he showed up in. Yes, I love that movie. Yeah, that was that was that was fun. Uh, let's see. I started watching. I started a rewatch of My Name Is Earl. Uh, I love the first few seasons of that. Under the premise of if the boy is gonna just copy everything that I watch or experience on the TV, uh, maybe I should give him a, a better model. <laughs> and good things happen when you do good things, and bad things happen when you do bad things. Seems like pretty decent message. So. We've been going with that. It's a relatively decent moral uh, message. And yeah. my name is Earl. Any more often than not does the rest. Plus, his brother is fucking hilarious. Yes. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, because you know, there's there's still the Hugh Grant movie, uh, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. It's a Guy uh, Ritchie. I missed that one. It's a Guy Ritchie spy movie. Um, and Hugh Grant is a bad guy. As most English actors should be. Well, I mean, it's everybody in most everybody in the movie was English. It, it had. Uh, yeah. But, but it, I mean, it, it's got uh, it had Jason Statham and uh, uh, Carrie, the guy whose name I'll, I can never pronounce his last name right. Elvis. Yules, use. There you go. Um, Aubrey Plaza, Hugh Grant, uh, uh, Josh Hartnett. When did this come out? Uh, like last year, year before. Okay. Like this one was real recent. Uh, Is it on like Netflix or something? No. I I found it on Stars. I I don't know where oh, okay. it'll end up at any point after that. But uh, I think Guy Ritchie has another movie coming out. But he, holiday time. 
but it was uh yeah he does no yeah uh i think so i think i yeah uh, i saw a trailer for one and i was like oh guy Ritchie. i haven't seen his stuff in a little bit but uh that was just a fun that was a fun spy movie it was a, a, a far more it was a far more character driven movie than jason statham typically does in that he he actually did some acting in this. Uh, what? I know. I'm calling bullshit. Hey. To be fair, he did some acting in that Melissa McCarthy movie about the spies. That was hilarious. I love that movie. And Aubrey Plaza is a delight. Yes, she is. She is. Yeah. They're not That's using good. her wrong lately. Like they kind of know what her lane is. Uh, th- there was a there was a show on something i caught i could not get through through it with her where she was a recovering addict or something and or she was undercover in a like uh thieves guild kind of organization i forget what it was but yeah it just did not get me at all. Probably because I have her in my mind typecast as this sarcastic uh, person, and she was not that way in the movie. So I just had a hard time buying into it, I guess. Well, that's about all she is in this. Uh, I, that's what I... It's what I want to see. You know, sucks for her career, but I and Hugh, uh, I mean Hugh Grant she like her. doing it well, so it's okay. And Hugh Grant yeah. is just charming, as 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 he always is. Can't wait to see Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. It, it looks fucking hilarious every time I see a, a clip of that. It <laughs> cracks me up. He's sitting in that little. Uh, tanning bed in that little that one scene with the like weird little trailer he's just sitting back like got the mirror under his chin thing. yeah yeah and he's, one a he's a good one it seems so strange and he's one of those actors you know he's that that uh, point in his career where he probably doesn't need to do anything more, so he'll just do whatever. Yeah, he doesn't need the money. Right. Well, and those are the same people that did Paddington. He was in Paddington, so I assume they have enough pull to get him. It wasn't like it was a stranger off the street trying to get him. don't think I watched Paddington. Watch the first one. I mean, he was good for what it was. I didn't watch the second one. Did he do the Paddington's voice or is he himself in it? He was in it. Okay. Um, I can't I say I've seen exactly it. Played. It's basically half the cast from like all the British shows. like Yeah. Together. I'm sure Martin Freeman was in there. Um, I mean, it was like the, like the main guy from 
Downton Abbey and uh, oh yeah, just yeah, just a lot of stuff, a lot of famous British people. Yeah, show you you, you, you watch enough British movies or television, and you you it start really to is. recognize like, everybody. Yeah, they've got like a cast of a hundred people, and they just put them in everything in some different combination on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Like when I went back, and was watching the. Uh, I don't know, the one where a guy from Doctor Who was a detective. Broadchurch. Yeah, Broadchurch. Yeah, you see you see quite a few people. It's in like, that. oh, okay. And then the next season they brought in some different ones and then some different ones. And then. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one thing I hate about uh, American television is uh, there's a ton of people in the background of shows. But if you're watching, I noticed this, uh, I think I came to the conclusion watching uh, Elementary. I, I like that show. But I could always tell who the bad guy was by the actor that wasn't a series regular that I actually recognized. Be it the janitor walks by in the background. Oh, he's the murderer because I recognize that actor. Right. Makes sense. But but in British television, you recognize all I, the I recognize everybody. Everybody on the freaking screen I recognize. And you know, half of them are series regulars because they'll just be in like two minutes of every episode or something. You know, they're the they're the bagel guy they walk by or something. Uh and there's no way you can, you know, dial it up and figure out who because they're all same level of uh, quote unquote fame. You know, they're all rec- uh, same level of recognized uh, actor. But, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I said to Chad, um, I have I, I have an idea for what we're gonna play uh, in my turn at the DM's chair, but uh, oh, I have I have a vision, but I think we need to collaborate and figure out exactly how it functions, and it might have to change as we play if stuff stuff doesn't work. Okay. Sure, we can have a quick conversation once we're off air here. We well, it, it might be the first part of the play. It might just be, you know, we discuss some stuff before we even get into it. It won't ruin anything of the of the adventure. It's just kind of how how are we going to approach bards in in uh, this no spell slots attack until you miss world. Oh yeah. Forgot we talked about that. Mm. Trying to come up with a a hyper interactive fast paced D and D. I mean I'm gonna cast bite by claw a lot, so indeed. Or bite claw claw. Um, 
No, you get two attacks of so two bites, yeah. Yeah, bite by claw. Yeah, because claw would be your offhand. So, like, you know, don't jump the gun here, but uh, uh, in that respect, you're level six. You're going to go bite by claw. Um, I would assume if we say you you can go until you miss, is it always that order? Or do you just keep going bite, 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 bite? Yeah. So Well, it's still action bonus action, so I can't. Well, because we are taking... Because we're taking away uh, spell slots for wizards and kind of governing what they spell, they can cast in a day um, a different way. We need to kind of compensate uh, warriors, you know, fight uh, martial classes in the same way. And one of the things that Chadig suggests is attacking until you miss and on your turn. So long now, as you, you have two attacks, does each attack go that way, or is that your turn? Uh, no, you don't have two attacks. You have attacks um, attack to you miss, but I think we need to cap it at some place so that your turn doesn't last a half hour because you've got good rolls or good bonuses. Um, so um, and say like half your level plus your proficiency. That's how many times, that's as many times as you're allowed to attack in your turn. But you have a offhand, so you would add one. Yeah. Um, I hate to be the, the, the one to say it, because I always hate being the one when we, when we get here. But we're running uh, a little long? Yeah, yeah that's I why don't... I thought we'd take this offline. But um, Yeah, I'm kind of... I don't normally cut you guys off, and y'all were on a tear, so... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just, okay killing the stream. I just we'll be to... uh, we'll be back next. Yeah.